I feel like in a previous life, you you had kicked around the idea of being a meteorologist. I actually did. My, my freshman year at, at Walton, I thought about being a meteorologist. <laughs> okay. See, and I, I had an idea at some point. You're like, you know, that'd be good stuff. And as you can tell by the dulcet sounds, that's Mayor Labonte joining us. Auburn's Mayor Labonte. Now, first question. I did not know you owned a tie that was not of the bow variety. I, I do. I, I, this is an L.L. Bean boot tie to go with my L.L. Bean boots. That's sweet. And I have a state of Maine belt buckle, so it's all Maine all day today. You know, I remember growing up, those L.L. Bean boots, like, kids were like, ah, yeah, you know, they didn't like them. Now I see them everywhere. I was up in Bangor a couple of weeks ago, and one of the uh, one of the female sports reporters was like, I'm not going to bother with my heels. I'm just going to wear my bean boots because i got to go outside anyway. So it's a fashion statement now. How did this happen? Because they're made right here in, in Maine, in Lewiston and Brunswick. Well, when did That's we like, start to appreciate that, though? I think it's those, what do they call them, the hipsters? <laughs> At least the hipsters did something for us. It's good. I, I love how you're like, uh, the hipsters. I think that's what they're called now. That's good stuff. Those Ma- young kids. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Well, we got a bunch of things to talk about, as always. So let's start off with a couple of things here. Last night's council meeting. What uh, what were some of the stuff on the docket that happened there? Because typically not any boring council meetings when it comes to Auburn. Well, last night was actually a workshop, and it was a chance for us to uh, talk about uh, economic and community development. Um, the city spends, you know, all in probably close to a million dollars a year on on staff and administrative activities um, that are to support growing the tax base and attracting jobs. So it was a, a walkthrough with some of those details and. Um, at least from, from where I sit, I, I think we've got a good start, but there's a lot more work to be done. And, and when I did a quick call out to, on social media to see if folks had questions and some of the things that, that come up, you know, folks that drive up and down Route 4 or um, walk or, or drive through our downtown, uh, you know, folks notice those, those empty storefronts and you know, they want to know what we're going to do to get businesses into those or growing into those. And that's, that's a big question. You know, what, what can we do to attract folks uh, to, to want to have their business here and know that there's an opportunity? That's a, that's a really good point because I, I look I, I always look across the way I just look to my my right and I always see that building there and I'm like that's a prime that's prime real estate if, if I had a, if I had a magic wand one of the first things that I would do and I've talked with some of the investors around town I think it would help them uh, working with brokers uh, Lewiston Auburn often gets bundled into the uh, Augusta or Portland retail markets uh, and if we were to spend a little bit of money uh, on a consultant to help us understand sort of what the what they call leakage now, how much money from this region is going elsewhere to get, really get a sense of what the opportunities might be for certain types of, in particular, retail. Um, because that, that information uh, would be important for someone like George Schott or, or other investors to be able to engage with companies about why they should open up a location here. Um, it wouldn't be a lot of money, but sometimes it's worth paying some experts to, to give you the data that you need. Well, it's a really good point because a lot of people do either decide to go to Portland or go to Augusta. Not that there's not things here in town, but... You just want to go up there because the big chains are there and stuff like that. It's a good point. Nobody ever thinks of Augusta, though. It's funny. Nobody's like, ah, I gotta, you know, just you wouldn't think of Augusta's competition, but it is right up the road. People always bring up the Olive Garden in Augusta. Oh, yeah. Always. That's all I've heard. And everybody's like, oh, there's one coming to Lewiston. I have not heard of one yet. I still don't see one. There, so There are there are a couple of restaurants uh, within the next couple of months that will be announcing a, a move uh, to the mall area. So uh, hold on to your hold on to your hats. <laughs> No, nothing's nothing's good till Sonic comes to Maine, though. That's that's my 
That's my thing. Before I die, I want to see a Sonic in Maine. Why, why go to a ch- a chain drive through uh, drive in when you could go to like, Val's root beer? It's it's not because Sonic stays open all year long, my friend. Oh, yeah. Have you tried the some ch- things are worth waiting for, yeah. Maddie? I mean, they're not here in the state, so we can we can that talk. Frosted about it. mug with root beer. Oh. Come on. Well, let's go. <laughs> let's go over to Val's right now. We'll shovel out the parking lot. And we'll get them going. Okay. I'm t- <laughs> That'd be a heck of a that would ha- be a heck of a story. Front page news, seven fourteen. Mayor Labonte is in. We'll have more with him coming up. It's twenty five degrees. You're listening to the Breakfast Club on Z one zero five five. Check on the new website z one zero five five dot com. The new Z one zero five five. New music. New music. Z. The new Z one zero five five. Thanks for choosing us, LA's only local radio station. Twenty five degrees. Mayor Labonte is in. Good morning. It's the mayor of Auburn. You had any other political aspirations after your? done being mayor if i'm sure you're hoping that doesn't end anytime soon but any other thoughts any other things you're thinking about doing well you know the next level i had uh i've been really scheming how to become the first mayor of the the merged auburn lewiston but it it appears bob (laughs) mcdonald's already making a a play for that so i don't want to i don't want to step on his toes well i i don't want you to i I don't want you to also have to you know ben chin apparently is is running too so i I don't want to that's a whole other thing because he's running for the other the Lewiston thing now. Right? So, yeah. Have you, had, the, have you had them in yet for a little uh, n- Z one hundred five five debate? No, not yet. I think that would be great, though. It would be good. I'd have to hide steel chairs and things. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about city mer. Let, let's talk a little bit about city mergers. Obviously, the the charter commission's still doing work and doing things. What's the what's the status update on that? Uh, they are, uh, as far as I understand, I've, I've been to a, a couple uh, of the meetings, um, but. Uh, have have opted to stay away and have some just side conversations with some of the members. Um, uh, I they're I think working on a, a charter, which is um, a, sort of a constitution for for city government, if you will. Uh, and they're working off a national what they call model charter, uh, and kind of working through each individual city's charters and taking what they like and putting it into one document and. Uh, I've heard rumors they'd like to be done that by summer and and start sort of campaigning for the next year and a half to try to get it passed. It sounds like a pretty now. Is this going to be like the like when the other constitution was on, like it? I don't know. I guess you wouldn't throw tea in the Androscoggin. Like, is there something else you could throw in the Androscoggin? Like to, in protest? Yeah. Like, is there something? I, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't want to put like Baxter beer in there or anything. That'd just be a waste of good beer. No, but I know I have talked with Luke about taking a, a bunch of. Uh, uh, unused cans and having like a boat building competition and like paddling <laughs> can boats across the river to see if they but that, that's probably different than the merger that would totally yeah i don't think that'd have anything well to the, you know bob mcdonald has, has threatened to invade auburn or, or or annex it and you know who's who's got the nas- enough national guard troops to <laughs> but no you know in, 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 you know in, in, all, in all seriousness you know you, you get a you know once in a life once in a lifetime once in a century opportunity or, or longer to to design a city, right? That's that's what they're doing. It's like having a, a constitutional convention, and I, I think it's just terribly uh, unfortunate that they're sort of taking the existing model. I mean, I, I look around Lewiston, Auburn, and you know, I don't think this model's worked. Um, having really, really strong city managers, having really weak city councils and mayors. Um, if we look around New England uh, at, at at peer cities, cities that we we think have done things to turn themselves around over the last generation. Uh, I think Nashua, Manchester, think of what Lowell's done, uh, think of what Burlington has done. Uh, all of those cities have strong mayors uh, and very active city councils with committees that spend time doing policy. Uh, in in Lewiston-Auburn, 
what we have is a really weak mayor system um, with relatively weak city councils and about three dozen different committees, mostly populated with city staff. So we, we've really let staff have complete control of both cities. Um, uh, and I'm not sure that's a model for reform because the only way to get things done is to get a bunch of elected officials to spend enough time to uh, change the direction of city staff who have their entire workday to um, maintain status quo. And the, the real reforms we've seen in other New England cities have, have been led by people who had political, had the political will of the people behind them. They actually ran for office for change and were held accountable by voters. And I think anything short of taking that approach, and I don't say that because I'd, I, I'd want to run for that seat by any means. I, I say that because I think the only way Lewiston-Auburn uh, gets the kind of reform we need to be a thriving city in northern New England or in New England uh, is to take, take some of that power away from the central staff and and give it back to elected people. Manchester's a, a great example of that because, you know, it used to be concerts would, would show up in Portland or wherever. They, they'd always come to Maine. Now they kind of stop at Manchester, it seems. Yeah, well, it, and, you know, certainly, they're, they're, you know, Bangor's done a great job with their waterfront, and, yeah. you know, some concerts come to, to Portland. But, you know, I'm not sure how many people read the New Hampshire newspapers um, or follow news in other New England cities and know what's actually happening in those cities. So we, we take the good news we have and assume, you know, that that rises to the level that other cities are seeing for success. And, you know, with the Verizon Wireless uh, Arena uh, in Manchester, some of the office projects that were constructed, um, they've got some white water uh, on the Merrimack in downtown. You know, those were all uh, major reforms that someone ran for office, pushing that they, if elected, they were going to achieve those things and had the will of the people behind them. And a lot, a lot more can happen in our form of government when you have the will of the people. And you, you can't do that when you have the will of administrative staff. And, and that, that's nothing against folks that choose to work a career in public service. Obviously, my, my full-time work is in public service. Uh, I think there's an important function for, for great public administrators. But um, I'm not sure we should be looking at full-time staff to be setting public policy. Mayor Labonte is in. We'll have more with him coming up. He's bow-tie-free today. He's in a regular tie today. I know it's weird. 25 degrees, you're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. Home, family, support. For over 35 years, people... Labonte is still in. We're talking about things. Got another question on the old Facebook. On on the... Uh, Megan from Green's wondering if it is, it's time for uh, some transit options, i.e. a bus from Lewiston-Auburn to Portland. That's a great question. I know it's it's been talked about recently quite a bit, so... Yeah, and actually, there are, I think there's a press conference in Augusta today. Uh, there's a bill in for for rail uh, to bring rail to Lewiston, Auburn, and um, they don't invite me to those press conferences because the folks that um, blindly advocate for rail uh, aren't understanding what it actually costs to have rail. So I, I put it to folks this way: you know, there's they're spending two million dollars a year to go from Portland to Brunswick, and it's carrying about seventy people a day, and that's getting two trips to Brunswick. Uh, two or three trips. If you had a choice between two to three trips by train to Portland, um, that would be at you know five in the morning and eight at night, or 25 bus trips to Portland on a nice bus like a Concord uh, that connects you to you know the Downeaster or gets you to Logan, which would you pick? Well, considering I probably would want that extra flexibility, I'd want the bus. Right, and, and the bus would cost a fraction of what it costs uh, for rail. Um, you know, our, our state doesn't have a ton of money to throw around. Uh, I appreciate the romanticism around the train. Um, the economic impact numbers are highly inflated. 
people there was a you know op-ed this weekend by the president of the chamber of commerce here locally that half a million people take the train from portland to boston well that's not actually accurate only about two hundred fifty thousand people take the train from portland to boston that five hundred thousand figure includes all the people that board in dover new hampshire and durham new hampshire and woburn massachusetts that actually use the down easter to commute um, the, the Concord bus takes over, over 600,000 people a year from Portland to Boston, over twice what the train does and gets zero public subsidy. So uh, I'm all for the train. You know, we're, we're working a deal right now with, I mean, for the, for the bus, we're working a deal right now with the, a group called the Metro, which is the Portland transit system. They're rolling out a, a Yarmouth and Freeport to Portland commuter service this year. Uh, and we've asked them to build a business plan for us. So, um, if we can get if we can get staff uh, staying on top of that, um, I'm hoping within the next year or two that system will be up and running. And discussions are continuing with Concord. I'm I'm, I'm hoping we'll have an announcement from Concord here uh, uh, by summer uh, about them come at least offering their style service to get us to Portland and Boston. Now I know that there's been talk about getting the old uh, getting a bus depot or getting a new bus depot. Obviously, we wouldn't be getting an old bus depot because it wouldn't be there down on the Great Falls Plaza. Would this all be kind of tied in with that? Bingo. You know, I, you know I've I've had conversations with, with Concord um, because obviously, if, if we're going to build a, a transportation center, we want someone to use it. You don't want to just build it and and and, and hope. Uh, they were pretty clear that you know, they they have a certain style service that they offer and their customers expect, expect a certain level of safety and convenience and cleanliness um, that, that we ought to make sure we provide. So we're, we're building a facility in Great Falls Plaza that will meet that test. Um, it's my understanding that another transportation center is being built uh, at exit 75 that would also uh, serve uh, a service like Concord. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm optimistic and I, you know, for the hotels, for the Hampton Inn, for the Hilton Garden Inn, you know, the, the ability for them when they're hosting events, if it's Bates Family Weekend, if there's it's Dempsey Weekend, you know, for folks that are flying from the West Coast to land in Boston and hop a bus and end up right in our downtown, um, you know, isn't that what we want to have happen? I, I would think so. Makes sense. Especially if we're going to get all these new restaurants in town. You know, That's right. All this, all this new stuff. Mayor Labonte is in. We'll have more with him coming up. We'll talk about whether or not his email should be private coming up as well. It's 744 and 26 degrees. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on the Z. The Breakfast Club. Oxford Networks. We're business. His final segment this hour. All sorts of questions coming in on the old social media, though. Where's the best place to get donuts in Auburn? Well, there's a couple answers to that question. It used to be Jake and Andy's in New Auburn, of course, and they unfortunately they shut down. Then it was McCann's. Um, George's has, has good donuts, um, but, but I will say, and I don't know if they're a sponsor, but maybe they will have to be, but uh, I grew up on Italian bakery donuts every Sunday morning. I still bring them, I bring them to the office every Friday. They have a maple bacon long john. It's, a, it's like a Bismarck-type donut, but it's got maple frosting and a piece of bacon on you, top. You had me at maple bacon. Yeah, I it was, mean, it, it's, it's uh, amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I'm going to I'm gonna have to try that now. That's and, great. You know, the, the governor loves Italian bakery. He loves their uh, the glazed coffee rolls. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a... I, people know I'm sucking up when I, I bring a, a glazed coffee roll into the office, but it's That's okay. Yeah, they do a great job at a time. Speaking so. of the governor, I hear he's coming to town. He's got some uh, tax plan he's trying to uh, trying to get people on board with. Is that is that the rumor? Is that true? I, I have heard uh, that he, he has put forward probably one of the most comprehensive tax reforms in the history of the state, and certainly um, those put forward by a governor. Uh, yeah, he's taking it, taking it on the road. You know, the governor... Um, has put together a very ambitious plan to uh, make Maine more competitive and, and try to help us grow grow business, keep more money in taxpayers' uh, pockets, and 
in less in, in the accounts of the government. And uh, he, he wants to get out and talk to people about it and is hosting town hall meetings. We were in Bangor last week, Westbrook a few weeks ago, and, and tomorrow night he'll be at Edward Little High School uh, here, in, here in Auburn from, from 6 to 7. And really he's doing an introduction to the plan and then taking questions. He wants to know what people have for uh, comments or concerns so he can speak directly to them. So folks are free tomorrow night. I encourage folks to come out to, to Edward Little and have a chance to, to meet the governor and, and hear from him directly about why this plan is important for the state. Mayor Labonte's in. Now, what's this stuff about your your email? Was this last night's council meeting or? I th- it was the meeting before. Uh, so Mar- March uh, March 2nd's council meeting um, around like 1, 1 a.m. Uh, an email came in the next morning with a request for uh, my my emails, Councilor LaFontaine's emails, some city staff emails, former city staff emails um, around LA Arts. So it's the first time, you know, there's a, um, it actually was. A, it was we a got good, some Hillary Clinton stuff going no, on here. I, I, I do not have a private server. Okay, uh, I wasn't sure. I was no, just checking. I no, just, I don't. Uh, I want to snuff out any rumors early. <clears throat> actually, for <clears throat> for friends on social media, because I obviously posted. I I like to use social media as a way to engage people and, and get the word out on things. And some people don't use social media as much, but it is what it is. It's a good way for people to connect. Um, a lot of folks aren't aware of what the Freedom of uh, of Information uh, or Freedom of Access Act is all about. And you know, any, any document created by a government official is, is public, be it uh, emails, memos, or otherwise. So you know, any member of the public can um, write to a, an official and say, I want X, Y, and Z. And in this case, it was uh, any email from an uh, laarts.org to or from an laarts.org uh, email address from the start of 2014 to today. So hmm. last night I had my, my packet of emails and every counselor got a packet of emails and I got a couple for the press. I'm going to deliver tomorrow. Where's mine? Um, it, but um, do I not count as press? I'm, like, I, I could be holding it up right now, and your listeners wouldn't that, even know. You could have brought it right in. You brought it in for everybody else last night. I feel a little slighted right now. I really do. It's all right though. It's okay. I like it when yeah. you come in. It's good. So yeah, there's no. Uh, no, it's not a. It's not a Clinton-esque <laughs> just scandal. Checking. But I just like to make sure. You never know. You always like to stay on top of these things. It, it's, the it's, been a, it's been a great civics lesson for folks who, who didn't who didn't realize <laughs> that you actually can do that. So I, um, it gets expensive. You know, I I, I I've seen um, what happens when those requests come. In. Typically, they cut forward requests or FOIA requests, depending on how you want to pronounce it, come in when someone's looking for what they call a, a gotcha moment. Um, you know, in this case, it was uh, you know, Councilor Crowley was trying to understand how a how LA Arts had come to been, be promised uh, some city money as part of work they were doing. Um, and uh, I think we'll get to the other side of it uh, by the time next the next meeting comes around. Mayor Labonte joins us. Always good to see you. Great to see you. You can always contact him on the, uh, the social media stuff as well. You can find him on Facebook. You can also find him on Twitter. If you ever want to reach out to Mayor Labonte, he is not hard to find. I'm here. All right. Tell the governor we said hello. I, I will do that. We'll see you next month. All right. Sounds good. 755, 28 degrees. Folks from St. Dom's Hockey coming up next hour. You listen to The Breakfast Club, Z1055. The Breakfast Club.